Well, it's August 1st, and uh, I just wanted to record a short podcast episode to update you all since Friday. Friday, I was trying to finish up the meta progression system, adding in a couple um, permanent upgrades that the player could get if they collected the essence. And the main reason I felt like this was important for the game was when I was watching my daughter play, she would uh, she she would keep playing the game um, when she died, but she would get very frustrated with it. And I could tell that she'd hit kind of a wall uh, in her ability to, uh, I guess, in the second dungeon, it gets hard enough that she was really struggling with beating those enemies and beating the the dragon boss. So I wanted to add a meta progression system that would give her something to work towards and kind of break through that wall. Even if skill-wise she couldn't quite get through it, um, that she would be able to use the upgrades to get through it. And uh, so on Friday, I managed to implement that. It was like last minute. So we were actually going to a birthday party. And um, right before leaving, I kind of managed to get it all tied together and implement uh, some sort of a UI that would allow the meta progression system. And I quickly threw it on the Steam Deck and we went to the party. And I told my daughter about it and she was wanting to play it um, to give it a try. She was excited about it. Uh, but because it was a birthday party, there wasn't really a good chance for her to do it. So then um, she ended up getting a better chance to play it the next day. She did play it some that day. Uh, but it was really the Saturday after where she got to play it some more. And the contrast was just night and day. Uh, she was playing it and having a lot of fun. And when she died, she was no longer frustrated and irritated with the game. Um, she was uh, almost looking forward to dying some of the times because then she could use the essence that she'd collected to purchase new upgrades for her character and there's actually a bug in the in it right now where um, the UI doesn't remember the upgrade but the game does remember the upgrade so you can repurchase the same upgrade over and over again um, so I gotta fix that but uh, it wasn't a terrible bug and it still allowed her to kind of experience the um, getting stronger as she continued to play and she was able to beat the second, the boss from the second dungeon, the little dragon boss, and um, was super excited about that and was telling everybody that she beat it. And uh, I can just see why meta progression is good for video games. And I'm, I mean, okay, let me let me rephrase that. I can see that there are times where meta progression is a very useful tool for a designer. And, you know, my favorite roguelite is Spelunky, and it doesn't really have a meta progression system. You unlock characters, um, but they're just, right, uh, visual. It's cosmetic. And you can unlock the shortcuts to the later levels but that doesn't really make the game that much easier, actually. It's really useful for practicing. Like, oh, I need to practice navigating the later levels. 
um, so you can start on a later level and practice, get familiar with those enemies um, and not have to go through the first part over and over. So it's really useful for practice, but it doesn't necessarily make the game easier to start on the later levels. In fact, I would argue that it almost puts you at a disadvantage because you don't have all the gold and items that you would have had if you had gone through the first levels by the time you get there. So, you know, I was kind of, I guess the point is I was kind of against meta progression because I really like Spelunky. I like the approach that um, that Derek, you took with the design there. Uh, but as I was developing Wazard and working on it, I just really felt like the game was pushing me towards that. Uh, I kind of, I'm starting to see the game as a more accessible Binding of Isaac. Um, and and so having a meta progression system where you could permanently upgrade your character feels like it leans into that design, and uh, it, it you know from the play testers that I've tried it on so far, it seems like it was the right the right call. Um, I don't remember if I've talked about this, but I also want to add so all of the meta progression upgrades are toggleable. So you can turn them off. And uh, and I also want to add unlocks, meta progression unlocks that actually make the game harder. And I see this as a way to allow the player to adjust the game's difficulty in a way that is clear to them. So instead of having an easy, medium, or hard um, like option at the start of the game, as they're playing the game, they can be like, okay, well, this is a little too easy, but I can buy this, I can unlock this thing to make the game a little bit harder. And, uh, or I can unlock this thing to make the game a little bit easier. So if it's too easy for them or too hard for them, they can kind of uh, adjust the game themselves. And I'm kind of trusting the player to, to be able to do that. And you know that's kind of a risk as a designer when you when you trust the player to make decisions like that. But there are times where it's really paid off. I remember listening to Sid Meier's memoir, and he talks about how when they were first making the next Civilization, uh, how he opened it up, and the developers had added um, cheats right there at the top of the screen. You could just open up the game and cheat. And he was really worried about it. And he was worried that the players were going to ruin the experience for themselves. And, um, but then he said, you know, he was watching people play it and they were having fun. They loved cheating. And, uh, and he kind of felt like, you know, it was a moment where trusting the players was the right decision. That doesn't mean it's always the right decision, but there are times where you do trust the player. And I think this is one of those times for me um, where I'm going to try it. I'm going to try trusting the player and see how it goes. I can always pivot later if it's not working. So the other thing actually that I want to bring up is um, that I don't feel like I'm actually quite ready for production yet. So I, I am I've said, yes, I'm at the production point, and I think there's a lot of uncertainty removed. And so uh, from a practical standpoint, I might actually be there. But um, there are a few things that still need to be done. 
before I'd officially say that I'm in production. I need, you know, a start menu. I need some uh, game options. I basically need it to be an actual demo, and it's still not quite there yet. Uh, it's still, it's still more on the prototype side. So this week, my goal is to actually release a demo for the game. Add in kind of all of those things that that turn the prototype into a demo and release it on itch.io so that people can play it and I can watch. I can get, I can open up my audience a little bit because, right, because, you know, so far it's been like 10 people um, playing it and recording. And I think smaller numbers are better early on, especially finding people you can trust to kind of understand that it's a prototype. But um, I feel that it's time for me to open it up to a broader audience. And itch.io is going to be a good way to do that. I'm still not going to announce it on my YouTube channel or to my email list. That would be opening it up to a really broad audience. But I think if I just kind of shadow drop it on itch um, this Friday, that that will get it to enough new people that I can start to get some feedback also. Uh, probably ask some people from my Discord to see if I can get some volunteers who are willing to record themselves playing it. And then, of course, any of you listeners for this podcast, if you um, would be interested, you can go. I'll post the link in the podcast. You can go uh, play the demo. And I'd love if you could record yourself playing it, um, even if it doesn't have like a face cam, even if it's just the game and then audio of you talking through it. That would be amazing. That's always extremely helpful. So that's the goal for this week. By Friday, I want to release it on itch.io. So I've got a lot of work ahead of me this week. I mean, what that means in the exact details are I need a start menu. I need an options menu. I need to fix the bugs with the meta progression. I probably need to uh, add a new enemy, add some polish, and just, uh, we'll see. I, those are the things that come to mind right away. There's still some sound effects probably that I'm going to need to rework or add. So I've got my work cut out for me. That's going to be it for this uh, podcast episode, though. Thank you all for listening and for the support. And I will talk to you all later.